This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good risings. I'm Brian, and this is Grateful Grains. This week, we're digging a little bit further into the human experience by examining our impact on one another. We're looking at what it means to be equal. We got it started Monday with the pursuit of equality. Yesterday, we talked morality, and today we're moving to familiar rifts. Last Friday, we had a conversation about the innate power we have in free will. No matter how extreme our environment, our decisions, how far we're willing to go, what we're willing to do, what we're willing to sacrifice, are all ours to decide. We suggested that we can only be influenced by a government or system or societal norm. Of course, it requires more courage to do minor things from one place to the next. Stricter laws, harsher punishment, more extreme reactions will all deter an individual from action. And as it concerns equality, no person would be subject to a more extreme environment or harsher standards or biased laws than the next as a result of their race or gender or sexual orientation and so on. What we're talking about today is when that more extreme environment, when those more extreme social ideals or reactions or forms of punishment are coming from within our own family. In a perfect world, home is a sanctuary, especially in our most formative years. Last week, we explored the idea that as children, our minds are subconsciously taking in everything around us. We're experiencing objects, colors, sounds, events, activities, and people for the first time or the first few times. We're not only learning words and shapes and the ABCs, but we're also learning the context of events. We're learning how to respond to emotion. We're learning body language. We're learning how to engage with other human beings. We're assigning meaning to everything around us. And through those initial relationships, we're building a sense of self-worth and expanding our identity. In this period of time, children notice everything. They notice minor reactions in adults. They notice vocal tone, and they understand disappointment. They pick up on social cues. They learn love, and they learn hate. They learn to have a critical eye, and they also learn judgment and labeling. What can be said, then, about a boy who displays flamboyant behavior in a home where that's unwelcome? Or a girl who wants to get dirty instead of play house? How might familial responses alter one's perception of self in their formative years? The answer is it can create chaos internally, self-loathing, and it can cause us to bury undeniable aspects of who we are deep beneath a bevy of performative behaviors. It can also cause us to pay too close attention to aspects of ourselves that we'd otherwise outgrow. I know better than to minimize the complexity of being a parent. Like many things in life, there is no one-size-fits-all answer. Children's needs vary widely from one to the next. What I will say here is that if you have a child that's questioning, there is nothing you can do to change who they are or what's to come. How a parent responds will either create a rupture in their relationship, 
and prolong their child's suffering, or it will reinforce bonds and help to cultivate peace in their child. Whether you believe people are born gay or adopt sexual orientation early in life psychologically, I can tell you without question, there is nothing that can be done to change it. Millions of people are persecuted, suffer emotionally and physically, and are even murdered for being gay. It's still criminal in many countries. Gay people don't exist just to disrupt the status quo. If there was an option to choose something else, many would. It's important to remember many, many people were raised in an environment where aspects of who they were weren't welcome. And that's not exclusive to the gay population. Stray boys get made fun of for being feminine. Necessary levels of affection are often villainized in hypermasculine cultures. People get labeled all kinds of things for all kinds of reasons. Oftentimes, relearning to love ourselves begins with understanding the prejudices that were passed on to our parents from their parents, and so on. I'd argue that's one of the very first things a parent should do recognize what's worth passing on and what's not. It's easy to remain stagnant in prejudice if we haven't been forced to see the light of another perspective. And finally, as adults, we have to remember that choosing to remain subject to a family member's negative opinions is a decision that we make as much as if we choose to leave. Autonomy is the foundation of the human experience. We have to own that power, regardless who tries to deny it. Thanks so much for joining us here on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. We'll be back again tomorrow for day four of our week on being equal. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big